Schizophrenia is one of the leading mental disorders. According to the World Health Organization, the condition affects one in 300 people around the world. As hallucinations and delusions greatly affect the lives of those who suffer from the disorder, it's common for schizophrenics to behave in a manner that may put themselves or others in danger. Today, we will take a look at a schizophrenic man who relapsed after not taking his medicine for a long time and consequently took the life of his Asian wife. This is the case of Paul Leslie Quirk. Paul Leslie Quirk was born on August 8, 1972, in Australia. Not much is known about his childhood or upbringing. Later in his life, he studied to be a medical professional. He majored in podiatry, which focuses on the treatment and problems of the lower limbs. He attended La Trobe University in Melbourne and graduated with a degree in 2000. Soon after, he got married to a woman, but the marriage was short-lived. The couple divorced in 2001, and this took a toll on Paul's mental state. He struggled with depression and sought out a psychiatrist. He was given meds to help him with the symptoms and was advised to take them regularly to avoid relapses. Paul was said to skip his medication frequently, taking pills every two or three days rather than every day, making his symptoms worse to the point where he started to hear voices. He said he heard voices telling him that the world was in danger and that he needed to save it from doom. It was excruciating for Paul as he tried to balance his life as a medical professional while battling his ailments. His depression got worse and he was in bad shape. A few years later in 2005, Paul was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Aside from the recurring voices, Paul started to have vivid hallucinations as well. The voices repeatedly told him to take his own life. This resulted in Paul trying to harm himself twice. When he was diagnosed with schizophrenia, he was prescribed medication, which he needed to take regularly. And Paul did so. He went into remission for a while, but then relapsed in 2013 as he stopped taking his medication. Amid all this, he built his career as a senior podiatrist for more than 10 years in Australia since 2006. But all of a sudden, Paul decided to move to Singapore. As soon as he got there in April 2016, he took the job of a senior podiatrist at Tan Tok Seng Hospital. He also worked shifts at Punggol Polyclinic. Based on pictures on his Instagram account, Paul seemed to be doing better. He exercised regularly to stay healthy. It wasn't clear what kind of social life he had, but it was in Singapore where he met a woman who would eventually become his lover and wife. Her name was Christina Kukekwa. She was an intelligent woman with a bachelor's degree in psychology from the University of Southern Queensland in Singapore. Christina worked as director and consultant for a management consulting company that was based in Massachusetts. The couple was a pair of sweethearts, according to people who knew them. Christina and Paul had the same birthdays, making them a match made in heaven. Like Paul, Christina was divorced. She had a son from her previous marriage, and Paul didn't mind treating her son like his own. After dating about a year, Paul and Christina decided to tie the knot. 
they got married on August 8th, 2017 on their birthday. They had a happy marriage. They lived at the Asperina residence on 125 Compassville Bound. Paul adored Christina, and frequently the couple went on date nights, even though they were husband and wife. Neighbors and friends said Paul and Christina were inseparable, and that fights between them were unheard of. Paul also got along well with Christina's son. They had barbecues together and spent a lot of time with one another. Paul even shared on his social media news about the boy finishing his elementary school education. Paul was always enthusiastic about posting his simple but happy life on social media. But despite a happy life, something sinister was building up inside Paul. His schizophrenia got worse, and he started hearing voices again. But the problem was that no one was aware of how much Paul was struggling. His condition worsened over time, and on January 2nd, 2020, Paul and Christina got in an argument. They argued about the amount of alimony Paul needed to pay to his first wife. The matter hadn't been resolved even after his marriage with Christina. Apparently, Paul and Christina occasionally had arguments about the matter. That night, Paul told Christina that he was going to go back to Australia the following day with family who had been in Singapore to visit him. The argument went nowhere, and so Paul packed his bags. He went to be with his family, leaving Christina pondering about the argument alone. Christina was upset, especially after her husband left. At three in the morning, she received a text message from Paul. It contained an apology for the argument, as well as for him walking out on her. He explained that he hadn't been feeling like himself and felt quite confused about everything. At around 3.45 in the morning, Paul returned home to Christina. He was accompanied by his brother, who persuaded Paul to stay with his wife. The couple talked, and eventually, Paul decided to stay in Singapore with Christina. Paul's family went back to Australia later that morning, and Christina's son left for school. Christina thought it was the perfect time to resolve the argument that she had with Paul. Being devout Catholics, the couple decided they needed third-party help and advice to help them resolve the matter. They visited the Catholic Spirituality Center for a consultation. But Paul wasn't doing so well. During their visit to the Catholic Spirituality Center, he claimed to hear voices which told him to put an end to the issue so it wouldn't get worse. Again, no one seemed to know what Paul was going through. The voices didn't go away no matter how hard Paul tried to block them out. On their way home from the Spirituality Center, the voices told Paul that Christina was the devil in disguise and that staying with her would throw the balance of the world off. They told him that he needed to save the world and bring about greater good. He then started having visual delusions. One time, he saw a runner pass by his car with the word finisher on his shirt. But Paul read it as finish her. Christina wasn't aware of Paul's condition. When they got home, Paul took a shower despite all the voices in his head. It was then, when the voices told him, it was the chance to strike the so-called demon. Then Paul snapped. Before noon, he grabbed a pair of sticks used for martial arts that Christina's son used. 
He approached Christina, who was in their living room. Paul then raised the wooden sticks and attacked Christina. He was blinded by his delusions. To Paul, the woman in front of him wasn't his beloved wife, Christina, but rather a demon he had to get rid of. He screamed at Christina, who was helpless, as he continued to beat her. She screamed in pain and she was shocked at the sudden attack. She ran to the balcony and screamed for help. It caught the attention of neighbors and passers-by. They were horrified to see Christina's bloody face. They were even more mortified when they saw Paul continuously beating her head. Paul then grabbed Christina by the hair and dragged her back inside. The witnesses immediately called the police. Paul kept on beating Christina using a clothing hanger, which eventually broke. Christina collapsed. Seeing her on the floor, Paul believed he weakened the so-called demon. He then went to the kitchen and grabbed a 34-centimeter knife. He then repeatedly stabbed Christina in the neck. Paul only stopped after feeling satisfied. He turned his attention to the family dog, which had been barking furiously during the attack. He proceeded to stab the dog. He threw the dog off the balcony as worried neighbors watched outside. Paul believed he had done it, that he had saved everyone. He took out his phone and texted his brother, it's done. The police arrived at the scene at around 12.30 p.m. Paul calmly answered the door for the authorities. Deputy Public Prosecutor Andre Chong stated that Paul was drenched in blood and he claimed to be Jesus Christ who had banished a demon. Christina was pronounced dead by paramedics at the scene. Paul later confessed that Christina was a demon named Tiamat. He said he killed her because voices told him to keep the balance of the universe and it was his purpose in life to do so. He added that he killed the dog because it could have resurrected the demon as he viewed it to be a spirit companion of the demon. Police soon realized that Paul was mentally disturbed. Two days after the killing, Paul was charged by the country's high court for the murder of Christina Kukekwa. Those who were present at the court said Paul had neither shown remorse nor any other emotion in his face. District Judge Shaifuddin Saruwan ordered Paul to undergo a psychiatric assessment and observation. He was held at Changi Prison while the observation was carried out. Paul reappeared in court on January 24, 2021. He possibly faced the death penalty. On May 24, Paul attended another hearing where he was sentenced to 10 years in prison for the culpable homicide of Christina Kukekwa. The charge was reduced from murder as his psychiatric condition was assessed to have substantially impaired his mental responsibility for his acts. Another charge of mischief for killing the dog was taken into consideration. Paul was ordered to remain behind bars as the facility would protect others from possible violent outbursts by him, as well as rehabilitate him in a structured environment. Justice Ang Cheng Hook commented that Paul's irresponsible choice of skipping his prescribed meds was the reason Christina's life was taken. As much as Paul's condition was to blame, he can never wash the blood off his hands. Since Paul's incarceration at Changi Prison, Christina's son has been filing legal reports to block Paul from receiving his inheritance, 
which was half of the owned estate at Esperina Residences. Even though Christina didn't leave a will before she died, both her son and Paul would have inherited her estate under intestacy laws. With the help of a litigation representative, the boy made efforts to disqualify Paul from his share, as it would mean he still got the benefit despite his crime. Everyone was against Paul. His gruesome act left a deep wound in the hearts of Christina's family and friends. Even on his social media, people left comments berating him for his crime. There were others who expressed their grief following Paul's sentencing. This crime, however, did make people realize that they should be more aware of those who suffer from schizophrenia and other mental disorders. As for those who loved Christina, let's pray for their well-being. That's all for today. Thanks for watching.